This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. Here's your host, Jeremy Wolf. Hello, hello, and welcome everyone to episode number 110 of the Good Neighbor Podcast. I'm your host, Jeremy Wolf. And today I'd like to welcome to the stage, we have Kelly Kaspersky. Did I get it right? That's very, very ah, good. Good job. <laughs> Bonus points early on in the game. Kelly is with Grooming by Kelly. And I was just telling her before we started that this, having her on the show today must be serendipitous because my little guy, Coco, he is desperately in need of a grooming session. And now I have Kelly here on the show to talk all about Grooming by Kelly. So Kelly, thanks for joining us today. Thank you so much for, for having me on. It's a pleasure. Oh, the pleasure is all ours. And thanks always to our listeners for tuning in to more learn more about our great community and the businesses that serve us. So Kelly, let's start off by, why don't you tell us a little bit about Grooming by Kelly, and then we'll go from there. Absolutely. Thank you. Okay, so Grooming by Kelly. Um, I've been in business in Cooper City now for eight years. Um, I had a salon in plantation for three years before that. Um, and, uh, you know, I just decided that, um, it would be great to just have the one salon inside of Dr. Bruce's, uh, um, animal hospital. And it's just been, it's just been terrific. It's, it's been wonderful. So you had in Plantation, you had your own independent grooming salon there for many, many years, and then you shifted over. So now you share you share basically the vet's office, and you do the grooming out of the office. Yes, correct. Yeah, I have I have my my own like like little space. Um, it's right up front. Um, it's all in in glass. Um, I lovingly call it the fishbowl. <laughs> and so, so people can, you know, see, see us grooming and, uh, they can watch their dogs if, you know, if they want to. And, uh, yeah, it's a really nice setup. Awesome. So how did you end up getting into, uh, the grooming business? Is this something I'd imagine that you're obviously an, an animal lover? Um, my, my, myself, I, I love, absolutely love dogs. And I think in a, in another life I, I should have been or maybe in this life, <laughs> I should have been a groomer, should have done something with animals because goodness, the joy that that brings me. Um, I'm just infatuated yeah. with dogs. They're just the most amazing creatures on the planet. I'm sure you, you feel the same way, obviously. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about your story. How did you, how'd you end up in the grooming business? Well, in, I guess like 1997 ish, um, I was looking for a job and all that I've ever done was like selling shoes really. Um, and, uh, I was just over it. And a friend of mine said, you know, you love animals. Why don't you become a dog groomer? And I'm like, I can't become a dog groomer. And she's like, well, why not? And I said, yeah, why not? Why not right? <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. So I got a job, um, as a bather, uh, in a very small small salon and um the owner really loved my work and she took me under her wing and uh taught me to be a groomer and the rest is history 
Yeah, that's a so '97. That's a quite 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 a time ago. Um, yeah, definitely brings me back a little bit. <laughs> For sure. So I've always wondered when it comes to the grooming side of things for me, mm-hmm. obviously you've been doing this a very, very long time, but uh, for me, I can't seem to get my, my little guy to stay still when I try to brush his teeth. And I'm wondering if there's, <laughs> are there any tricks? I have the little, the little finger thing, the, the little finger plug that right. goes on with the tooth. He just, sure. as soon as he sees me take that bag out that has the stuff, he, he darts, he, he takes off. Is there, I, I'm assuming that you guys put, you have them in, in restraints when you're or in the, for the grooming, you have them kind of hooked up. So something, is there any tips that you can give uh, to, for brushing teeth? Maybe that I could use at home. And a... Sure. Well, it's the first thing that uh, I want to tell everybody is do not use human toothpaste. It is toxic. Um, there uh, is, is a toothpaste that, that we use uh, in the salon is chicken flavored and um, the dogs really seem to enjoy it and it tastes good. Um, and, you know, we use, it's, it's the same little finger brush and just gently get in there and just try to be uh, patient and uh, try to not, um, you know, just, just like let them go uh, at their own pace and try not to force them too much. But most of the dogs enjoy the flavor of it. And uh, we don't usually have too much of a problem with them. So, so that's a good thing. <laughs> Chicken flavor. I bet you cocoa here. I have cocoa in my arms now. So you could, you can see, but our listeners can't see. And I'm sure he likes chicken flavored <laughs> toothpaste. Well, he's going to get, he's going to get the full treatment because when we're done here, we're going to schedule a time for him to come by and, and get the full workout. I would and, love that. And get a little bath <laughs> and his little teeth cleaned. Yeah. We love this guy. Oh man. So he's adorable. Well, thank you. Thank you. Here he is. Coco, little Coco. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm guessing that you have dogs of your own, I'd imagine. Oh my goodness. Um, yes. Right now, um, I have a Chihuahua named Tweak. Tweak. Um, <laughs> Tweak. He's so cute. I have um, a Dachshund named, named Nemo, uh, nine cats, and a horse. <laughs> nine cats <laughs> and a horse for good measure, right? There you go. <laughs> so, I- yes, I am an animal lover. I used to have a, before Coco, we had a, a little Chihuahua, Paco. And unfor- unfortunately, he was hit by a car years ago and, and passed on. And I'm so, I'm so sorry. Yeah. It's, it's been a while. I mean, I, it's, it's, it's crazy because I had never, up to that point, I had never really, I had lost people that I've known in life. But never mm-hmm. some never something that I was that close with, and you know, as you know, your oh. dog is your best friend, right? It, it was I, I had never experienced grief like that for a month, two months. It, I was I couldn't do anything. It it's, you know, it it breaks your your heart. It really, really does. I had a standard poodle named Kona, that was the love of my life, and I lost him maybe five years ago and still I think about him every single day 
So yeah, I get it. Yeah. Don't like to think about it too much, but yeah, it comes, it comes in and um, yeah, it's, a, I think it's important to have as your, as your dog gets a little older in life and gets up there in years, mm -hmm. I think it's important to get a new one into the equation, um, you know, to ease that transition. And also it gives, I, I, I haven't experienced that yet, but I'd imagine it gives uh, the elder dog a little bit more life and youth and vitality with a younger puppy around and just creates a little bit more uh, of a positive environment for them when they're getting older. It definitely can. Um, and I know so many people, so many of my clients, you know, that they have a couple dogs, two, three dogs, and one, and one, one of them, uh, you know, uh, passes. And I always tell them that, you know, our dogs grieve the loss of their friend also. And whenever you're um, ready, it's always good is to bring another dog in so that they can have their, their, their like pack back, you know? Um, but, but dogs definitely do grieve of the, you know, of the loss of a loved, of a loved uh, pet as well. Yeah, for sure. So I'd imagine you get, you get a lot of joy from what you do on a day-to-day -day basis, taking care of dogs and, and, and making them I look do. beautiful. Tell us a little bit about your family, maybe a little bit about what you like to do for fun when you're not working. Sure. Well, um, I am speaking to you now, as a matter of fact, um, from the barn where I keep my horse, uh, Zulu. He, uh, he and I show, um, show uh, um, um, dressage, um, which is a Olympic sport. Um, I like to tell people it's the fancy horse dancing because everyone's like, what is, what is that? What is it? What is it called <laughs> um, again? I'm sorry. What is it called? Dress oh, I'm sorry. It, 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 oh, blah, blah. It's called dressage. Dressage. And it's hor yes. fancy horse dancing. Did you say? <laughs> fancy horse dancing. Um, <laughs> it's a Olympic sport and uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of very hard work. Um, but my horse Zulu and I are just loving every minute of it. Interesting. I had never even heard of that before. Dressage Olymp yeah. and it's Olympic sport. Go figure. Wow. Yes. So yes, it is. <clears throat> interesting. Interesting. So do you, do you have, uh, or live at uh, like a ranch out here in Davie or where do you keep your horse? I keep my, my horse at this beautiful barn. It's a privately owned barn. Um, it's in Southwest uh, uh, ranches. Um, it's just, it's just gorgeous. It's, it's my, it's my happy place. Um, and uh, I love it. So when I'm not grooming doggies, this is where you will find me when I'm not at home, when I'm not grooming, I'm at the barn. <laughs> Sitting here today, looking back through your journey, is there something that comes to mind, a life hardship, a challenge, a struggle, something that uh, was, was extremely difficult going through it? And yeah. at, the at the time going through it, <clears throat> felt like, 
Another, you know, it was the end of the world, maybe, or uh, you know, there wasn't anything good that could come out of the experience. But now, sitting here today, looking back at that, you could say that you're either either better off for having gone through it, or or grateful for having experienced it. Absolutely. Well, you know, it's like 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 so many. I've faced some major challenges in my life. Um, you know, there's the childhood trauma, homelessness. Hmm. Um, I lost my mother when I was 12. Um, but, you know, all of those really horrible things that I thought I would never get through. I just feel that um, 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 success, it's a choice. And I've learned to challenge, to channel, sorry, to channel all of my positive energy into my business and and into my life and i really really feel because i have been at the lowest of lows and i've come back from being absolutely homeless living in my car to where i am today and I'll tell you, it was hard work, but I also want to tell anybody out there who, who is struggling with like whatever other struggle is, that you can get through it. You just got to work at it and work at it every single day, but you can get through it. Yeah, talk about a humbling experience and having gratitude, right? And being grateful for where you're at yeah. right now. Going through that, I mean, there's nothing else. I mean, I can't can't exactly sympathize with that, but I could imagine uh, what it's like to to be in that position and then to be where you're at right now and then just look back at that, just have such overwhelming gratitude for everything and appreciation. Yeah. Um, and I appreciate you Every sharing day. that with us. Yeah, and it's important, you know, again, for anybody out there that's struggling to recognize that, you know, we all have challenges and struggles in life. And no matter where you are currently, there's always brighter times ahead. And it's just about, you know, how you, how you frame things and your mindset, staying positive and, and continuing to push forward. So, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I just feel that a, a true positive mindset, there is nothing that you cannot accomplish. I mean, there's nothing. You just have to just keep your thoughts, keep everything positive. And it'll happen. That's just, you know, well, that, well, that's my experience anyways, but um, I'm a true believer in that. Uh, as am I. And as someone that's come from, as I think many of us have, where we're told from a very early age that you have to manage your expectations. You know, you, you can't do everything, you know, certain things that you just can't do in this life, no matter what, it's just the wrong way to think about it. Right. Yeah. Maybe I'll, maybe Absolutely. I'll never be a professional NBA player or professional opera singer. Right. But I could certainly, <laughs> if I loved those things, I could put enough time in to become very, very proficient at it and certainly um, do good. And the same thing, the same, same is true for almost anything. As long as you have all your faculties intact, you know, the, the possibilities Absolutely. are, are truly limitless. And it just goes back to your mindset. And what you believe that it is possible. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Kelly, why don't you share the one thing that you'd like for our listeners 
to know about your business? Sure. Well, when I set up um, the, this salon, um, I wanted it to be by appointment because the number one, the number one issue that I've heard from clients in my almost 30 years um, of like doing this is it's not that the groomer is bad. It's not that they do bad work. It's not any of that stuff. The number one issue is always my dog is at the salon all day long. I drop him off eight o'clock. I call it five. My dog still isn't ready. At my salon, we take appointments from 7 a.m. until 3 p.m. And we do the dogs one-on-one straight through. Um, the average time for like, you know, a small dog is maybe an hour to an hour and a half. Um, a larger dog, such as a doodle, um, which there's so many today, lots and lots of doodles. I love the doodles. Um, usually is about between two, two and a half hours tops. And we, we, we will text the owners about 15 minutes before their dog is ready. Um, so they come, they drop off. I get them groomed. I call their owners. The owners come and pick them up. And we have happy dogs coming in and happy dog going out. And, uh, you know, I really um, like it's a setup of my business. And I think, I think that that's something that sets me apart. I may not be doing um, it's a 60 dogs a day that some of these other salons might be. Be, be doing. Um, but I do, you know, a good between 10 and 10 and 12 dogs a day. But, you know, I would rather do less dogs and send out happy, well-groomed than, you know, get a bunch of dogs and maybe not be able to spend the time with them that I feel that I should. Yeah, I think we most pet owners can sympathize or empathize with what you just said. And my last experience was the same, exactly what you said. I dropped him off super early in the morning and he wasn't ready until the end of the day. And I felt terrible that he's sitting there in a cage all day. And again, it's right. not their intention to do that. It's just that, you know, you're busy, but I, I think right. it's important that you're sectioning it off time and making sure that the dogs are returned home to the owners as quickly as possible. So very cool. Exactly. Kelly. Please share with us how we could learn more. Uh, I know you mentioned your location, but you know, tell us your address, your contact information. How can we reach you when we need to get our little guys uh, cleaned up? Sure, absolutely. I would love to. Um, all right. So the address is eighty six ninety six Griffin Road. Um, we are on the southwest corner of Griffin and Pine Island Roads in the Timberlake Plaza. Um, inside of the animal hospital there. Um, you can reach me either by calling, leaving a message or text at 954-245-4555. Uh, and I have uh, um, a website, which is Grooming by Kelly, K-E-L-L-I-E.com. Um, and the Facebook page is uh grooming by Kelly. 
Um, you can send me a message on Facebook. You can call me. You can send me a text. Um, text is probably the best way to reach me because I don't always hear hear the phone you know when there's like dryers running or or maybe i'm like helping another customer um but i always get back to every single person as quickly as i can wonderful and we will of course link in the description below to all of your contact information kelly wonderful thank you so much for coming on the show today it was a uh, truly a pleasure getting to know you and learn about what you're doing in our great community so thank you so much Thank you. It was, this, this was a pleasure. Thank you so much. Yeah, the pleasure is all ours. And thanks to our listeners for tuning in. And we'll see you on the next episode of the Good Neighbor Podcast. Everyone have a wonderful day. Thanks for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast, Cooper City. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to gnpcoopercity.com. That's gnpcoopercity.com. Or call 954-231-3170.